So here we are, we're six days away from the classic quarter. So I thought on this episode of the podcast, I would give you a bit of a rundown of all the things that I'm planning to take with me, some of the things that I'm going to eat. Now we have made a, a video version of this, if you're watching the video version, that's obvious. But if you're listening to the audio version, then there is a video version of this, which I'll put in the show notes and I'll be on the YouTube channel as well. So the night before, obviously, is going to be really important. So I've got this book here called Running Your First Ultra, Chrissy Mole. So perhaps <laughs> maybe I should have started reading that a little bit before the night before the uh, classic quarter. But uh, uh, actually, actually, that's been a really interesting book. So that's uh, a good one to read. So recommend that one. And then what am I going to do when I get wake up in the morning on the day before, you know, because this is going to be an early start. So I'm probably awake at, what, 5 a.m., looking to leave the crew, crew house at 6 a.m. So uh, I've got the foam roller with me, going to take that with me and just going to roll, you know, use that on my legs, really. Just a 10 minute workout on the foam roller just to get my calves going, just to get my hamstrings going and then my hips as well. So I'll be lying sort of like sideways on, do my hips. That's always good. Um, going to take some of this uh, Arnica massage oil and just rub a bit of that into my legs. Okay, probably take that to the start as well and do that just before I get going because that's always useful. Just just get those legs warmed up a little bit. So going to be doing that. Um, and then these are great. These are um, these are the bands. If you haven't got these bands, then you should get some. These are gritting model and you can put them on your legs and you can just this is well this is the one I won't be taking I'll gladly move this one but you can use that to stretch your legs out and it really is a good thing so I'll do a few of those again uh, before I leave the crew house and also just before you know before I go down to the start so that'll be those and then what am I going to be wearing well if we start from my feet upwards which I think is important obviously so my shoe my go-to shoe will be the Hocker uh, the Torrent 2 there they are. I need to put a bit of uh, glue on them somewhere. I noticed this morning there. I better do that. <laughs> but they'll be great because they've got a good grip and they'll be uh, they'll be fine for any conditions that I might well encounter. So that's fine. Um, I'm going to be wearing these, which are wigwam socks. I came across these. Uh, Edward Chapman uh, put me in the direction of these. I only bought one pair at the time. And then as soon as I went back to buy others, I found that the distributor in the UK had stopped stop that it was hard to get hold of them in the UK so I've only got one pair but I have got some backup other ones but these will be my starting socks and hopefully they'll get me through at least the first 30 odd miles before I change those socks um, I'm also wearing these which are my calf uh, stretchy things and I've been wearing these for a long long time I can't remember when I did start wearing these for the first time but they're great and they just give you that bit of protection around your calves and for me they just work ideal so happy with those now, one of the most important things that you need when you're a bloke and you're running 44 miles is good running pants, okay? Now, I came across this brand, Saks, S-A-X-X, probably a couple of years ago now, and I have to say, they are amazingly comfortable. So if you want to wear some great running pants as a bloke, this is the brand for you, S-A-X-X, you'll remember that one, won't you? Um, now, short-wise, I'm going in completely the opposite direction because whilst those are very, you know, particular running pants, these aren't running shorts. These are my cricket warm-up shorts. But the great thing about them is that they've got two big pockets. And in those pockets, I'll be carrying handkerchiefs. Remember those? Handkerchiefs. God, anybody got those? <laughs> and flannels. 
and I'll be changing these over with my crew. But I will be wearing my running glasses and these are going to be really important so I can keep dabbing myself down and all this sort of stuff. So really, really important tools, those. And then as far as shirts go, well, um, I'm planning to start off wearing my Truro Running Club shirt, uh, mainly because it's a nice size. It feels just comfortable. And it's also um, got the protection on the shoulders uh, just in case it's a really hot day. So I kind of like that idea. So I'll be wearing that. Um, we have to take with us a base layer. So this is the one I'll be taking. And unless it's extremely cold at the beginning, I won't be wearing it because I do find that given a couple of miles wearing this, you soon heat up. So I don't really want to get too hot too soon. So that I've got to carry that as, as part of the mandatory kit, but that's what I'll be doing. And then towards the end, I'm going to be wearing this vest here, which is my uh, Children's Hospice Southwest vest. And I've got to work out my own kind of branding to put on that, uh, which I'll also be putting on one of the bits of the shorts as well. And I have been allocated number 60. They've told me several times I'm waiting for it to come in the post, but hopefully that will happen. Um, the Garmin 245 will be my go-to watch. I've had this about probably, I don't know, a couple of years now. So it, apparently it will last uh, all the time I need it. So uh, it runs for 24 hours. So hopefully I'll be around in slightly less than 24 hours with a bit of luck, but that's, that's what I'm gonna be wearing. And then I've got a buff hat, uh, which is very flexible. And uh, there you go, and it fits really tightly. And it's, it's, a, you know, it's gonna be really, I'm told that it'll be great. You know, it'll soak away the sweat and all that sort of stuff. So I'm gonna be wearing that. Um, these are going to be my running glasses, uh, you know, special glasses with uh, prescription lenses, which I've had for, these are the Bolly make. They, I've had these about three years or so. I've also got a, a pair which, uh, without the uh, shades on which the crew will be carrying, just in case you know, it gets to that stage where, you know, the sun might have gone down and I'm still out there, so I'll, I'll swap those over. Um, I like wearing running gloves, especially at the start of a run, and I'll certainly be wearing them at seven o'clock in the morning when I get going. So these are the Ron Hill ones. They're very light. Um, I won't wear them for too long because I don't want them to get too sweaty because I want to wear them later on in the race. If it's really cold at the start, then I might be tempted to wear this little Ron Hill beanie, which I'll just slip on and it'll just pull down and, uh, and keep me kind of nice and warm. But I don't want to wear it for too long because, you know, I'll get sort of too sweaty and that sort of thing. But it's very light and it squashes down. Um, and then I'll swap it for the cap. If it's fine, if it's not really, if it's not freezing cold at the beginning, which I don't expect it to be, it'll be straight with the cap and this will be my backup just in case I need it. Um, you have to carry a coat with you, uh, a waterproof uh, coat with uh, some sort of seamed, tape seams I think is the word for it. So this is my go-to one, it's the Salomon one. It's very lightweight, squashes down into nothing and I've worn it several times in you know, in difficult conditions in the winter and it's really, really good. Okay, so that's that's that, that's my go-to one. Um, next up, I will be wearing a hydration vest. And um, last year when I did half of the Classic Quarter, I weighed my hydration vest before I got going and um, the night before, and it was about 10 pounds. I had probably far too much inside it. But this year, I, I'm gonna make sure, you know, it's, it's, it's great, I love this because as soon as I put this on actually, it makes me feel as though I'm in a race. I'm a proper, almost a proper runner. It's a bit like, this is my uniform almost for a long distance run. So I'm gonna be stacking that up with all sorts of things and I'll show you some of those in a second. Um, but part of that will be the hydration system, of course. And uh, I've got this one, this goes down the back somewhere like this and it comes over 
and this is a water bladder that I'm talking about here and it holds I think I think it may hold a litre I won't be carrying that much because it'd be really heavy but it's just useful to have that extra top up if it's going to be a hot day and I do know that you know one of the key things to you know to getting through this um, is to keep eating and drinking so I'm going to be doing that with a salmon bladder and then on the front I'm going to be having these uh, these the, the 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 flasks here on the front, which fill up to I'll be about 450 million there. Don't want to overfill them just in case because then they're a bit difficult to get into the hydration vest, um, and especially when you're changing over. But what my crew will have spare ones of these, and then all we'll do is we'll change the straws over. So I've got the straw. I like the straw idea. This is. Um, the one where you can just pull it up and it's about what about a three inch straw something like that and it means it's much easier to drink from one of those will have electrolyte in it i'm using the torque electrolyte and the other one just plain water and as i say i need you know i need to keep sipping at this you know early doors all the way through the whole thing really um i'll also be wearing this which is a new bit of kit i got a couple of weeks few weeks ago i've worn it a couple of times it's like a salamence belt and it and you just literally step into it and um and it means i can uh keep important things in there through the in the zip and i'm going to have my phone in there as well because i will be recording bits for the podcast i'll show you my little microphone in a minute but it'll be similar to the one i'm wearing now um um, but this is again another bit of kit and room for a few things I can just squeeze in there if I need to um, I am taking running poles with me um, and here they are and the running poles are quite simple mine come in, in into four and you sort of clip them together a bit like this I'm doing this really quick now I? Look, at, look at that look at that how about that and then you pull on this cord here um, and there they are they're all ready to go so I'm going to, there's a, I'll take that thing off the end of the spike, but I'm going to be using these to go up the hills, uh, whether I'm walking, well, I will be walking up the hills, but I'm going to be walking up the hills using both poles. And then when I've, when I've uh, completed the hill, all I'm going to do is pull that cord and then I'm going to dismantle them into four pieces, just like this, <laughs> he says, <laughs> there we go, <laughs> um, and reattach them to my hydration vest. Um, so I've adapted my hydration vest a little bit so I can put the poles on either side. So that's those. And then in terms of the actual, th oh, head torch. Got about the head torch. I'm, I'm probably going to be over 11 hours. So the organizers say you've got to carry a head torch. So I've got my head torch, but hopefully I'm not going to need that. So, but it's there anyway. And then in terms of other bits of kit, well, sun cream, I'm going to be carrying that with me and other lubricants as well, which I'll show you a few more of in a second. But, you know, it's important that, you know, I've got to apply the sun lotion at some point, I'm sure. So in terms of food, well, I've brought, if you, you can see from the camera here that I've brought a selection, a selection of foods, really. Um, and some of these I'll be carrying with me. But a lot of the time I'll be looking for my crew to give me them at the, uh, when I meet them. So uh, just to run through quickly, some of these obviously jelly babies are good. But I will be making my own flapjack as well. And I've got a special recipe which includes crunchy peanut butter. It includes chopped dates. It includes a few sultanas, flax seeds, a maca powder, uh, chai seeds, I think, in there, as well as the usual uh, golden syrup and, and margarine and all that sort of stuff. So I'll be doing that in little quarters. I'm also going to take hot cross buns, apple and cinnamon flavour, as long as I can get them. And I'm going to be cutting those in half lathering them with crunchy peanut butter, 
re-emerging the two halves, cut into quarters. And I'll be taking some of those with me from the start. I'll also be getting them from my crew as well at some points. I've been testing those out on the coastal path and they, they work for me. So, so some of these things are really supplementary like Jaffa cakes, naked bars. I'm told that crisps, salt and vinegar crisps are good because you need to keep having salt. And I will be taking salt tablets, one of, one of these every hour as well, just to make sure that, that you know, I don't run out too much of salt and therefore risk cramping up. Um, I'm also taking this stuff here, uh, which is crystallized ginger, which has got a real zing to it. So <laughs> not only is it apparently good for you when you're out running, but the zing to it will, you know, liven me up and wake me up and keep me going, hopefully. And then um, in terms of normal gels, if you like, well, I prefer the, uh, the Talk Gel brand. I've been using it for, what, two or three years now. And it comes in some great flavours, like this one's Banoffee, there's Apple Crumble, I'll be taking Bakewell Tart, and I'll be taking Rhubarb and Custard, things like that. So lots of these flavours. And for my crew, I've got the Talk uh, Electrolyte uh, sachets, so they can refill my bottles very easily. Just tip one of these in the bottle, fill it half with water, dissolve it, fill the rest with water. So finally, if we just go over here, you can see some of the final bits that I, I, I'm going to take with me. As I say, I'm hoping to attach some homemade branding <laughs> to, my, uh, to my kit so that as many people as possible can see that I'm running 44 at 60 in aid of the children's hospice. So I'm going to have to work out how to do that as best we can. On, and if, it, if it's wet on the day, then that's going to be, they, they're not going to really survive unless I can get them laminated. Hadn't thought of that. Maybe I should try that out. Um, and then just a few extra bits here. Most of this is compulsory kit, but uh, this is great stuff. This is, uh, this is stuff I'll be wearing on my glasses. It's called Muck Off. It's really for motorcycle visors, but I spray it on my glasses and, uh, and I'll be getting my crew to, every time I meet my crew, one of them has been designated as the glasses person. So they'll take my glasses off, spray them, dry them, clean them with this, and that should uh, stop them steaming up and last me for quite a while. Um, this is a little Salomon squeezy cup, which I'll take with me because then at the age stops, I can just use this without and just have a quick drink without having to faff around, you know, filling up my flasks and all that. So I'll take that with me. Um, this is great. Suda cream. This was the kids cream when they were very small, long time ago now. And I'll be applying it to the sensitive parts to keep them, you know, keep them in good shape throughout. In fact, there's not much left in there. I might have to get some more of that. <laughs> Um, lip salve that could be a good thing to take with me um, and I'm going to grease my toes with just everyday Vaseline um, this is something I've only been doing in training for the last few weeks but it seems to make a difference and touch wood I've had no problems with my feet or blisters or anything so I think it's Colin Bathe who gave me the tip for that so thanks Colin for that but um, I will be reapplying this um, at least once on the way around probably when I change my shoes for the second time at the start of the coastal path on the way to La Morna. And then uh, just, you know, you have to take some, you have to take a foil blanket with you. So I've got one of those. And uh, you have to take a small first aid kit. And it doesn't really specify what's in it, but I've got a, a few little bits in here and a couple of blister plasters I'll be adding to that as well. And then the other thing I need to remember is to take some safety pins so I can attach all this. Oh, <laughs> in a bag, I thought they'd come out of the bag there. Um, some safety pins so I can attach my number to me. Uh, oh, and there is a hole in my uh, safety pin bag. That's not great, is it? 
So there we go. That is that is what I'm going to be taking on uh, with me on the Classic Quarter. It feels like I'm going on holiday for about three weeks with all this kit. Um, but it is important, I think, to get your kit right. That's what I've been told. That's what I found out last year in practice. So, so there we go. We're uh, six days to go. Looking forward to it and can concentrate now on getting all the kit right. So thanks very much for listening to the podcast. If you're watching this in the video version, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay, that would be fantastic. And I'll see you on another episode, which will be out very soon, because I want to get episode number 60 as the one when I record on the day on the event. Okay, thanks very much for listening. Bye for now.